This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. Oh, it's another day. (laughs) It's just another day. No, no, no. It's another day. And you can approach the day as, oh, it's another day. That's kind of, we've got to do it all over again. Or, it's another day. We get to do it all over again. Those delight things. Those things that are clear. Those things that are obvious. Those things that we know are going to happen today, possibly, maybe. And then there's all the surprises. There's all the things that we don't know. I think what I found living with alpacas is that the day can take unusual and unexpected turns. It can become a surprising day. And that's, that's one of the delights of having alpacas. You, never, you just never know. But there, there are some steady things that are there all the time which are important. And to be savoured and enjoyed, it's the look, it's the, the connection as you're putting the food out to, to have that eye-to-eye connection with your alpacas. To see and hear, to be seen and heard. To be seen and to be heard. It's a very special moment. Sometimes we we kind of busy. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? We we rush through the the chores and the busyness of this is what we have to do. We're mucking out, we're putting the food out, we're filling up the water, especially this week because it's been hot again. (laughs) What is this weather doing? So here's an ordinary day. No, here's a surprising day. And there have been some surprises recently. It's, uh, no, when was it? Over the weekend. Um, And last week, all of a sudden, there were no geese. No geese. They'd gone. They did a flit. um, uh, A flit in the night. (laughs) Not quite. They went early morning. Sue thinks she heard a sound. Sounded like a honk. But they hadn't done the things I, I, I hadn't been paying attention, perhaps. Perhaps they were doing the training and the, and the flying. I'd seen them flying, but I didn't think they were ready. I didn't think the little ones were going to be able to get over the height of the trees at the end of the valley here. And they, they, they don't want to try that journey until you're ready. <laughs> perhaps the adrenaline kicks in and you go higher. I don't know. Um, and there's a bird dropping down. It looked like it's not. Oh. There's another one appeared. It's a wagtail. There was a bird dropping down through the tree just opposite from where I'm sat. And it was like a leaf dropping. But it was just kind of down a branch, down a jump, jump, jump. And there's a lovely something reflecting. And uh, the other morning, there was an amazing reflection. Oh, oh, Kingfisher. Not now, unfortunately. The The other day, I'm still living on the memory of it. It was an astounding, extraordinary, delightful thing to just see this flash. It it turned 
flash of green, blue, what is it? It's, it's electric and it moves so quickly and it flew and then it came back again and it landed on the little concrete bridge that goes between the stocking pond and the main part of the, of the lake and it landed there and I was watching all of this, watching intensely, captivated by it. Captivate, oh, captured, that's good, I will do that reaching for my camera. I took one little glance, sorry, it was a tiny little glance, I thought, one little glance down to make sure I was putting my camera on and it had gone. By the time I turned my head, it was back to seeing an empty piece of lake. <laughs> I missed the moment. No, I enjoyed the moment, but I didn't capture it for you, so I can't show you the picture. Here is a post. This is where the... <laughs> This is where the kingfisher was sat. I've got lots of those pictures. We do like to try and capture things, don't we? But sometimes it's just important to experience them, to be in the moment, to enjoy and savour that. What am I experiencing? What am I filing away for future recollection that will make a difference? And so if you've got an ordinary day today, Ooh, ooh, you've got opportunities now. If you've got an ordinary day today, have a look, have a listen. Be seen, be heard, see and hear. Just see if there's something that you can experience that is special. Good friend, Carl Goff, who is a storyteller. Remember last time I was talking about stories? He's a storyteller. He, he doesn't just tell stories. He is a storyteller. That's so clearly who he is. Part of his very existence is being a storyteller. And he wrote the other day about... I know, he wasn't... Do I kind of... He did. No, actually, it's, it's, it is a nice little post. I'll find... See if I can find the link and, and maybe find a way of sharing it with you. Um, he was on LinkedIn. And it was talking about the doldrums. And this is a place, an area of ocean where, where you get stuck. Why do you get stuck? Because you're in the doldrums. The wind drops. And in the day of sail, there was no other way but waiting for the wind to come back. You are stuck. You are becalmed. You're kind of not going anywhere. You kind of, it's another, another day and you're waiting and it's just going through the motions, waiting, and there's nothing you can do about making the wind come back. There are things outside of our control, but there are things that we can be in the moment with. And sometimes a period of calm, like I'm, I'm hearing right at the end of the lake, I'm hearing, I don't know whether you can hear it, hearing the um, sound of the water dribbling in. It's, it's going down, the lake is going down again. It's been full, full, full to overflowing. And now it's going down again, so we've got uh, less rain and more, more sun and heat. It's the it's a last hurrah from the summer, even though technically we're we're into uh, meteorological autumn. We tipped over on the first of September, so we're becalmed here. the The lake is really still. There are things floating which normally would get moved by the the air to one side or the other, or one end or the other, depending on which direction the wind was coming. And also you've got some scummy bits, 
bits of stuff, small stuff, floating on the surface, and it's just kind of stuck a bit. It'll get washed away. It'll it'll change. But for the moment, we're becalmed. The Canada geese have gone. There's other birds around. About. Do you know what? They came back for breakfast. And, you know, I said they they went. The whole the whole bunch of them. So there was ten of them that came back. So there was the the last four who've just left, and then there was the previous pair which didn't have any youngsters, and a pair that did have youngsters. So that. If my maths is right, that's six plus four equals ten, yeah. So there were the ten of them, they came back for breakfast on Saturday. <laughs> Isn't that lovely? They didn't stay too long, about an hour. But they, it was ours, it wasn't just a bunch of, of geese, they were ours. Oh, sorry, no, they're not mine, are they? They don't belong to me. They happen to use this space, which they think is theirs. So they came back for breakfast, which was just a delight. The sound of that honk, honk, oh, quick, they're coming. And... Sure enough, there they were. They got out and they, they all were in the car park grazing on the grass because the car park's gradually turning into grass. And, and then they cruised around a bit. They, they looked very much at home. And then they got out and they sunned themselves on the far side of the bank. Um, and it's just all the places where our... Mm, the geese, the ones who are familiar here... Um, that's how they spend their time. They got out on the bank and they just sat there about halfway down the length of the lake and they can see everything coming and going. There was one male, he must be the big granddaddy of them all. <laughs> one male, he was stood slightly separate, slightly on the, not on the flat part of the bank next to the, the lake, but slightly higher, just keeping his eyes open, just keeping watch. <laughs> he, was, he was still on guard, he was doing his job. Oh, it's amazing, really. So the alpacas have been doing things like sunbathing because it's been getting hot and sunny again. They've quite enjoyed the um, the grass in different places. They've moved it to different places, but there's a lovely part of the uh, of this bank just above where the geese were, actually. Up higher, there's a belt of trees. Um, the path then is behind that, which is the path the alpacas go walk down and keep grazed for me, keep keep it cut down. But they, they go up uh, in the afternoon more so. They'll go over there and then they'll tuck themselves just into the edge of the fringe of the trees where the shadow is, where the shade is. And they'll settle down and some, some are out. They like the sun, they like the warmth. They like to sunbathe. Um, some don't want to be in the sun, thank you very much. That sounds like me. And they get into the shade of the trees and they're there, and they're just kind of watching, and they're doing alpacary stuff, which probably means they're chewing the cud. Um, I could check if I got my binoculars out, but I'd probably have to get the, the telescope out <laughs> to see the detail. Are they chewing? But they have this little routine at the moment where they're doing that, but they, they go other places as well. They're, all, they're going down that path today, and they, they will make these choices about what they want to do. And what's an ordinary day for an alpaca? I'm not sure they have them. They're very much in the moment kind of animals, I think. Um, yeah, maybe we can be more alpaca and be like that as well. So they're, they're all doing okay, I think, pretty much, mostly. <laughs> Until each other caught her. Alice, I'll see you this morning. She was limp, limping yesterday. What, what's that about? Excuse me, what have you done? 
Um, I have I have discovered this. There's a a plank on the uh, on the decking which has finally succumbed and, and broken. So it needs a bit of repair. Dear oh dear, they are pickles, aren't they? <laughs> they're, they're always moving things around, fiddling with this, fiddling with that. The brush is never in the same place. I, I told you about that. I, I, keep, I, I still haven't seen who's doing that. It's, sometimes it's dumped into the water bucket because it's, it's just near it. And sometimes it's on the ground. It obviously amuses them, so I, I leave it there. <laughs> and I keep putting it back. And it feels, it's just, it just gives me a smile every time I do that. So, ordinary days in the doldrums, a little bit becalmed. But we can... We can open our ears, open our eyes, and we can see and hear fresh things, even in an ordinary day, and even in a day when we're feeling a bit becalmed. This is just kind of going through the motions. This is another day. It's another day. But no, it's another day. We get to do it all over again. Uh, I feel amazingly privileged, which I am. And I know I'm not just thinking that, you know, I, oh, I'm so privileged. I really am. I recognise that I'm really privileged. And the world is not like this for so many people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you can, go spend some time with your alpacas. Be still. Be seen, be heard, see and hear. And... Maybe today's not such an ordinary day after all. Take care. See you again soon. Bye for now. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.